Well, look at that. Back for another show. Here we are. It is March 27th. Cheers to all. I'm doing crack and rum tonight. A little standby. It's been one of those weekends, ladies and gentlemen. So here's to everyone. A shot of me crack and rum. Yum. I love it. Yes, and Max says hello, too. Hi, Max. How you doing? You want to come down here and sit in the chair? Come on. Come on down. Or stand up there. You can't see him through there. He's just off to the right there. So welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to our show. It is yet another week. This is episode 83 or 84, Mr. Davey? 84, I think. 84. Very good. 84 episodes, and we're running strong. We are a good pirate crew. Of course, you may want to know how to get in touch with us or watch us, or be a fan. That's easy. Go to YouTube. Use that QR code. Go to YouTube and look for Captain's Quarters Podcast. Every week we do the show at 8 o'clock Eastern Standard Time, and then it downloads so you can watch it for the rest of the week. It also downloads to Spotify and to Instagram. Had to think about that for a minute. So you can watch us on three different channels or three different platforms, and we'll tell you at the end of the show how you can listen to us on five different platforms. We are doing well, and things are going good. But do go to Captain's Quarters Podcast, hit the like, hit the subscribe, be a part of our crew. The more we have, the more fun we can have. That's how it works. So thank you very much. And as always, ladies and gentlemen, we like to start off our show with what we call Eight Bells, sponsored by Rikers Reenactors. Dave and Lori Riker are reenactors, uh, retired park rangers for the United States Post uh, Park Service, and now part of the crew of the St. Augustine Swashbucklers. They worked with us over the weekend in the museum booth at the St. Augustine Seafood Festival, which we'll talk about more later. But they're very up on the history. I've known David and, and Lori for, I don't know, eight, nine years, and finally convinced them to join our crew. They're a very good part of the crew. And they're very much into the history of pirates and ancient city St. Augustine. So they're our sponsor for Eight Bells. Who do we have that we're going to talk about today? James Michael Reeves, an American writer known for his contributions as a scriptwriter and story editor to a number of the 1980s and 90s animated television series, including Gargoyles, Batman, and let's see what else. He, he's written media tie-in novels with children's books and collaborated with Steve Perry and won a 1993 Emmy Award for Outstanding Writing in an Animated Program for his work on Batman, the animated series. He was 72 years old, ladies and gentlemen. And Joe Giella was an American comic book artist best known as a DC comic inker during the late 50s and 60s. He did the Silver Age of comic books, one of the creators synonymous with the Silver Age of Comics, Batman, Green Lantern, Adam Strange. He was 94 years old. Aye, both of them icons in our world. Ben Shelley was the seventh president of the Navajo Nation. He was the first president to have been elected both president and vice president of the Navajo Nation, as well as the first New Mexican Navajo to hold the Navajo presidency. Shelley served on the U.S. Centers for Medicare and Medicaid, Services Tribal Technical Advisory Group, leading efforts to amend existing Medicaid laws to ensure that a, a certificate of Indian blood could be used to verify U.S. citizenship. He was 75 years old. And Leroy Raphael, co-owner of 
restaurant equipment business who thought there was a market opportunity for fast food franchise based on a dish other than hamburgers. They wanted to call their restaurants Big Tex, but that name was already used by an Akron business. Instead, they chose the name Arby's, best on R-B, the initials Raphael Brothers. Although often mistaken for roast beef, he was 96. That's, that's kind of a funny tie-in line. He was often mistaken for roast beef, but he was 96. Ladies and gentlemen, that happens to be a pirate's favorite place to have lunch, Arby's. I know, I couldn't resist. Sorry about that. Go ahead. Give us our eight bells, Mr. Henley. gentlemen we salute the families and the loved ones of those that have passed and the fans that knew them well I two shots down how many shots will the captain make tonight we'll find out ladies and gentlemen of course we always like to have something of a bit of humor after being so reverent and a bit of humor would mean joke of the week sponsored by shiver me pictures that's our good friends there in the Shiver Me Pictures industry. She'll come out and take care of anything you want as far as pictures. She's done some great ones. I think maybe we're going to have to do a little montage of some of the pictures she's done for some of our events to show people what she can do. But if you need some pictures with the scenery for your event, pirate-themed, get in touch with her. We want her to be getting some work from us. But joke of the week is with Minnie Mayhem. Why couldn't the pirate clue the pirate crew play cards. Oh, I know this one. I do know this one. In fact, I used it today when I was over at the Council on Aging and did <laughs> pirates stories and magic for the uh, elderly over there at Council on Aging this morning. That, that is how my day started at 9.30 this morning, doing magic. We'll give you the joke of the, of the week ending at the very ending of the show. Very appropriate. want you to know something, though. We do believe that Minnie Mayhem has found his voice. Yes, Minnie Mayhem may actually be telling you the joke so I don't have to read it, which will be quite exciting to have Minnie Mayhem do all the talking once in a while. That will be happening soon. Anyway, on to a better note. That would be Quote of the Week. Brought to you by Spyglass Travel. Yes, we have Spyglass Travel supporting our Quote of the Week. And if you need some wonderful tours of the old city of St. Augustine, contact Spyglass Travel. Let them know you're interested, you're visiting and want some travels. They do walkabout tours all around St. Augustine. And he's been rated, Mr. Kevin Rose is the one that owns it and does the tours. And he's been rated as one of the top tours in the entire United States. I believe in the top 10 as of recently. So it's a great tour to see ancient city St. Augustine as a walkabout tour. And they have some themes. So check them out at Spyglass Travel. Is that .com there, Mr. Davey? Yes. yes. Spyglasstravel.com. But for now, let's have the quote of the week. Change is the law of life. And those who look only to the past or present are certain to miss the future. Our great John F. Kennedy. Change is the law of life. That is a good quote. It means... Don't look just to the past and don't look to today, but surely keep an eye out for the future. 
Good quote, Mr. Longwood. I like it. Very good. Brought to you by Spyglass Travel. And of course, question of the week. Now, this week, today, in fact, the question of the week is always sponsored by our lovely friends, Miss Gina Marie and the Ancient City Sirens. And this week, it's very appropriate because this week, today, is World Theater Day. And since all of us are thespians, we thought we'd share that with everybody. It is International Observance of World Theater Day. And what better than this question of the day to elicit some good conversations? Have you ever been to a live theater before? And if so, what was your favorite performance? I can tell you, I've done a couple. Dracula was one, Midsummer Night's Dream was another one. Not only were they my favorites and uh, that I was watching them, but I was also involved in both of those with the Arizona Theater Company, ladies and gentlemen, back in the 90s. I was the technical director for the theater, for special effects for Dracula, and Midsummer Night's Dream. I have some great things for me to reminisce about. So if you've been to live theater, let's hear about it. And I want to hear what your favorite show was. We'll talk about that in our section on theater, in observance of World Theater Day. Aye, very good. Now, we always come to this part, which is Crew Adventures. First, show the panel of Crew Adventures coming up there, Mr. Davey. We have quite a few things still on the horizon for what we're doing. And the swashbucklers are staying busy. Not that one, that's on the horizon, that's the guests. I know, we got so many things here that gets kind of madcap. Oh, wait, that's Mandy. Never mind. Bye. Yeah, what is it? Oh, you know what? It's in Find it? No. That's unusual. Well, don't worry about it. We'll just talk about, um, we'll show off our Seafood Fest adventures, and we also want to talk about Miss Gina's event this weekend coming up. So let's talk about the Seafood Fest. Ladies and gentlemen, the crew, of the, there it is, the St. Augustine Swashbucklers, once again, this is like our 10th year doing Pirate's Cove, where we had a mixture of entertainment, games, the Pirate Museum, mermaids. We had four live mermaids the whole weekend, ladies and gentlemen, and just a whole lot of fun. And almost all of our crew was out there. And it was warm. It reached the 90s. It was very, 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 very hot. But we did well and raised money for our charities and had a good time. Davey, did you do a video on it? I did, but first, um, I thought you might want to talk about this picture. Oh, great. That is a good picture. Ladies and gentlemen, this is one of the reasons why I do things the way I do. And maybe you do too. Maybe you're a pirate or some other character. But the picture on the left is a five-year-old boy, and that is the Celtic Festival in St. Augustine right around 2009 2010. The picture on the right is the same little boy. He is now 18 years old. 13 years later, his mom and his family have moved back to St. Augustine and they came to the festival just to see if they could find me and she wanted me to stand in the same picture holding his head. And they're very interested in maybe becoming pirates and a part of our crew. So it is an honor and flattering to have families seek you out. And this is a 13 year difference right here. 13 years, ladies and gentlemen. That is very flattering and it makes me feel good for the things that we do. 
I'm sure many of you have had similar instances that happen, but we do appreciate when people come and thank us in picture form for the work we do. And I bet our guest on the show tonight will have a few stories similar to that. That's just a hint. I know he's watching. That gives him a chance to prepare. So why don't we show our Seafood Fest? All right. It was a grand time, everyone. A grand time. There's our sound tech, Davey Longwood. Ah, there it is. Paper and strings, Adam and Christie singing up a song there Ah, we even got a little bit of a video of them working out. They sing some great songs together very, very well. We're always proud to have them. Resting in the shade within the sun. There's yours truly performing a bit of magic out in front of our ship. And there's the great Andrew the Absurd. Yes, Andrew Ratliff. He really does some fine performances. That there, ladies and gentlemen, is a straitjacket escape and 40 foot of chain all at the same time. He did that in honor of Harry Houdini's lifetime. There's Miss Gina with our sound man. Ah, there are lovely mermaids. Four of them, ladies and gentlemen, four of them. Okay, one swam away, now we have three. Oh, yes, she came back. Sirens Blue Lotus Dance Troupe under the command of Miss Gina Marie. There they are. Let's see. That is Don and Laura, two of our good crew members of the group. There is Ancient City Sirens all together. Look at that. Great picture. And now where are they at? There's Andrew the Absurd. He did some teachings on how to juggle for the children. It was quite cute and quite comical. we had games for the children, axe throwing, of course, child-proof axe throwing, and they were allowed to pick out from the prizes that we had. We had a Plinko game there, and we had a Jenga game. Boy, the Jenga got a lot of attention. It is a giant Jenga game, and everybody loves to play that against the fighter. And 
set up. And there's, let's see, Don and Laura, and there's Tinker sitting there in the chair doing what he does best, grinning at the camera. And we have our museum set up. We have artifacts on pirate history from the 16 and 1700s to share and show off. And there's Janice and Ed, another couple good crew members of the St. Augustine's Walk Up. Uh, this is one of the times I did sit down and they didn't take a picture of me sleeping. Because <laughs> normally somebody comes around and finds me somewhere sleeping. I tried to hide this year, but I understand that some people found me anyway. Anyway, we'll see what happens. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, the Seafood Festival was a great time and we will be going back again next year. One of the biggest changes we're making is we're going to put up a tent for the performers and the audience so that we can sit in the shade and not sit in the sun. Right, that will be a lot of fun. So, on top of that crew adventure, we have another one right around the corner, which is this Saturday evening, actually Saturday all day. Miss Gina is part of the Artist, Authors, and Treasure Hunters Masquerade Ball. It's all day lectures from some of the most famous treasure hunters around, all day on Saturday, and then in the evening at seven o'clock, there will be a masquerade ball. And quite a few of our crew will be there helping out. I will be there representing both the St. Augustine Swashbucklers and the Pirate and Treasure Museum as we both are sponsoring the entire event. We hope that everybody will be going to this and enjoying the time there. There will be many of the pirates of the St. Augustine Swashbucklers there, and of course, quite a few others and I think I even have something here. Let me see if I have it, if I called it up here. Uh, a little bit more that we can talk about for Miss Gina. I know, I hope she's watching. But let's see. Um, there's food. Soul food will be available on site. Beer and wine and other beverages. It's put on by Miss Gina and Alan Baylog. He is a writer and author and friends with many of the treasure hunters in the area. And they're sponsoring and putting it together. Let's hope that it is a great time for all. They'll be giving the proceeds to Alias Acres No Kill Animal Shelter and the Michael Apt Jr. Heart Foundation. That's good, good, to, good to know. Keynote speaker is Carl Allen. Carl Allen was a diver on the 1656 Nuestra Senora de las Maravillas. Also, Jim Sinclair, maritime archaeologist, co-speaker with Carl Allen. Also, Mike Daniel, the man who found Blackbeard's ship, the Queen Anne's Revenge. The amazing art of Don Mates, illustrator of the Captain Morgan rum and age of piracy artist. John Braden, director at Queen's Jewels, LLC. And let's see, Anne Allen himself, author and historian, of several books on pirates of the Treasure Coast. Everything starts at 11 in the morning, Q&A at 4, 415, 4.15 to 4.45, sponsor acknowledgement, book posters, and art signings. It'll be a good time by all. 
I hope to be there by at least 6 o'clock. I have a full duty at the Pirate Museum. We'll see what we can do. So, we hope that you can come out and join us. It will be a rousing good time, some great fun. Come and see us. Oh, and you know what we didn't say, Mr. Davey? We didn't say the location, although it was on that poster. It is at the Trinity Church in downtown St. Augustine, the Trinity Parish Church, right in downtown St. Augustine. So come on down. Go to their website. Go to their Facebook page. Uh, their Facebook page is called Authors, Artists, and Treasure Hunters and Masquerade. It should be a great time. Let's hope that we all get down there and have a good time. So that's the crew adventures. Miss Gina is part of the St. Augustine Swashbuckler, so we always like to talk about her events too. Now we also move ourselves into other crew adventures. We like to support any of the other crews that will contact us and ask for some help. And that help is us talking about what we have here going on or what they have going on, which would be this one, May 6th, Caraba's Italian Grill. I'm gonna give you a little secret. I'll be staying out on the beach in St. Augustine because that weekend is Captain Mayhem's birthday. On the 6th, we're staying at the hotel out on the beach, and then on the 7th also, because my birthday is the 7th. So on the night of the 6th, we're going to the, the Monopoly event, and then coming back to the hotel and hanging out on the beach for the evening. They got a great rum bar. And then all day on Sunday, we'll be hanging out at the pool. Pirates are off, offered the opportunity to come and hang out and drink rum with me. But that night, May 6th, the Monopoly, Pirates of the Caribbean to benefit the Seawolf Privateers, a great crew down there in Palm Coast, and all of their money goes to foster families and foster children. It is a great cause, and we hope to help them out. There'll be a dinner, a short game, gift raffle, themed activities, all of it at the Palm Coast Community Center. Come on out and join us. It'll be a lot of fun. I guess that's about it for Crew Adventures. What do you say? But I found, Captain. Ah, you did find it. <laughs> So ladies and gentlemen, May 13th, Pirates Only Museum Tour. Captain Mayhem, that would be me. I'm offering a Pirates Only Museum Tour that evening, about 5.30 in the evening, if anybody would like to come out. I've had a few pirate crews ask about it, so we're setting the date, there it is. And I need to know in advance, I'll be putting an event page together so that I can pay for it in a different method so everybody gets a small discount. To Midsummer Night's Dream event, June 17th, to be determined at this point right now. Talk Like a Pirate Day special podcast on September 18th. We're making some surprise plans so that everybody can be a part of what we're doing. And then of course our spooktacular, the second year, 20, 27, 28, and 29, we will be at the Colonial Quarter. It was a great time last year. It will be a great time this year. Make plans to come out and join us. On that note, I think we need to go ahead and bring our guest in. What do you say? Captain Smoo up in Quebec, Canada is our guest today, and we welcome Captain Smoo to be a part of our show. Come aboard there, mate. Come aboard. There you are. Oh, hi, Hal. I hope you guys are doing great because here it's amazing. We still well, we have are... snow coming down. <laughs> What's that, mate? We have snow coming down again. Snow. Snowing Man, and we were yes, just in 92-degree yes. weather down here in Florida. <laughs> I'd trade you a little snow to bring our temperature down to the 70s. Oh, I'll take your son anytime now. I, I bet, I bet. So first, congratulations, because you are one of this year's inductees into the 
International Pirate Hall of Fame. Well deserved. Cheers to you. Thank you, Captain. It You're is very uh, welcome. It was a great honor. It was a bit of a surprise this year. I didn't know if I was going to make it, but I did, and uh, it was uh, it's a uh, amazing. Like people always uh, congratulate me on things that I'm doing, but actually, uh, every um, credits goes back to the crew that's supporting me. And I think just like your crew around you, Captain, it's uh, they are the, our treasures. Those are people who make us looking good. Absolutely. And we as captains, we can't do any of this without a crew. We have to have them. Um, for the good or the bad of them, we have to have them. <laughs> All right. But it's very important to have a good crew, and we do. We have a good crew here on the show. Mr. Davey Longwood, Mr. Gunfire Henley, and of course our newest one, Madcap Mandy Joe, all the way from Utah, has just recently joined us, and uh, she's been a big help with us. I, one of these days, I might actually have to pay her. <laughs> <laughs> we'll we'll it's see what great happens. Because we can see all your uh, subscriber numbers going up, so you are doing something good. You're going in the right directions. And yes, we are going crew. in the right direction. I. It, that that must mean we have a good navigator if we're going in the right direction. <laughs> a bad navigator would mean we'd be going backwards. We don't want that. So we're doing good. But it, we're also part of something that you do, the International Pirate Community, IPC. Absolutely. So explain that to our watchers, what IPC actually is. Yes, so there's a lot of people here uh, in that little poster, but there's more that uh, add down in the last past week. So we have, uh, like, uh, we're going to start right in the middle. Uh, one of our crew, uh, we are a bunch of uh, radios, podcasters, that part podcasters that are working together. We, got, we have uh, Jack Gonzo with the scan rolls in. We got Justin... Uh, Mark, that is in California, that is doing a great job with his uh, 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 Spider Monkey and uh, Shanti's radio. We have uh, one in uh, uh, France, uh, Captain Vincent, with uh, his uh, radio called On Bleu La Radio. And we have also a uh, one in, uh, radio in Germany called uh, uh, Extra Tour. Radio Extra Tour, uh, and they are all promoting our uh, pirate uh, musical industry, and they are doing a fabulous job doing that. But we have also people like you, Captain, who's doing podcast with uh, on, on YouTube, and we have also other people that uh, are doing magazine. So uh, we have Lico de Mar, our magazine, but we are changing this one to a more a visual magazine now. Uh, people don't like to have paper in the end. I don't understand. I'm the kind of guy that likes to have papers in my hands. But things are changing and we have to adapt. Uh, we have a great people working with um, uh, uh, Bill Bone Top 25. It's all compilations of all the greatest songs. Uh, and we're doing that each month. We have a Pirate Rendezvous coming up uh, in 2024 in Brixham. Uh, in UK, so uh, again, if you want to live what is a pirate uh, community is, uh, you need to come and visit us in Brixham. There'll be people of uh, parts from all over the four corners of the seven seas. Now, what is the date of that again? 
uh, have, I don't have the date on end, but uh, I will share it with you as soon as we, uh, it, it's two, in two years, so the date might shift a bit, but usually it's around May, but we are not 100% sure for 2024. 2024, well, good, let us know, because I'll have to get all my papers in order to go out of the country. Oh, yes, <laughs> that's a good thing, yes. Let's see, do I need a passport to go to Canada? It won't be in Canada. It will be in UK. In the UK. In oh. the UK. Yes. Well, I need a passport so, to go to the UK. Yes, I'll need a passport there too. Absolutely. But you're welcome to come in Canada anytime. All right. I I'll in, have to look look through all my passports and see which one I can use. <laughs> <laughs> you do have. You know, a pirate has to have many, right? <laughs> Very good. Well, it would be wonderful to come up there. I'd like to come up to Canada. We've just made friends with a new crew up in that direction. Um, let me see. Rod Hand? Yes. So uh, uh, Ron is from the Maritimes. Yes. Um, yes. And, and he may be watching tonight. I actually talked to him for a few, hour, a few moments this afternoon, and we're trying to get him to be on our show sometime in June or July. Excellent. That'll be great. Yes. We'd like to... We'd like to bring any of the people that are part of the international pirate community um and you can make me a list if you like i'd like to bring any of them on board here and be a part of our show and be a special guest for each any date that they want we're trying to line up all the dates for all of all of the 2023 i can supply you a list as long as my arms are now you do a show on sunday evenings correct Yes, I got a radio show called um, Là où les villes de mer font la fête. So where the old dogs, old sea dogs uh, having fun. So that's the title of our shows. Uh, we do that on a Sunday, 8 o'clock. And we do have a Celtic kind of uh, music, uh, part music on Tuesdays, 8 o'clock again. And we do have our, on Thursdays, uh, we are exchanging shows between France and here. So we are um, playing the um, replay of the uh, French show uh, from uh, Captain Vincent. So the one on Sunday night. Now, I've actually tuned in a few times, but almost all of it is in French, correct? Correct. So, it, it, and that's the thing, like... Captain Jack Gonzo from uh, Texas is doing an uh, English radio show. So we do not want to step on his foot and we want to promote him. So if the English uh, Anglophone wants to uh, chat and have fun, then we direct them to Scan Rolls In. And they're like uh, tonight, I think you have a show. And on Wednesday night, 8 o'clock, or actually now they are central, it'll be 9 o'clock. And if uh, other people want to join that speak French, uh, we do have a bit of English because uh, every Canadian speaks English. So uh, you're welcome to come and join us and uh, have fun with us. But yes, most of the, of the uh, entertainment is in French. But we playing uh, songs from everywhere around the world. And with a couple of times, the first time I tuned in, I did, I, I did at least understand the music because it was musicians, uh, uh, pirate musicians that I knew from other places around the world. And I did understand when, when I did get in this, because you were gracious enough to make a couple of comments to introduce me to everybody in French. So I at least understood that mayhem made sense to me and I knew I was being talked about. I just had to make sure I was being talked about in a good way. 
So always, always, always. I. So, but it it it, it was interesting. And I, you know, I've I've traveled many countries in the world. And you know, if you sit and listen to a language long enough, once in a while you can pick up, maybe not what the words are, but the meaning of what the conversation is. And you can understand. So I I, I knew my name was being thrown around. Um, I I figured. Yeah, these French are talking about how big and bad old Captain Mayhem is down in Florida. They're afraid of me now, so that's good enough for me. I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, people start to know you because they are watching your show, and I'm sure right now, at the at the mo this moment, people from uh, Canada are watching your show. Now, if you're hearing noise in the background, some of you are laughing. That is my dog going crazy, running through the house. I don't know what it is that set him off. But he's just going crazy, running through the house. Usually, Captain and Ma'am, when snow are coming in, our animals, our pets, are going crazy. So probably he's smelling snow is coming towards your way. There's something going on. I, earlier today, I was laying on the couch taking a small nap, and he woke me up just growling under his breath, looking out the door. And I stood up and looked out. We had rabbits in the yard. So he's a basset hound. He wants rabbits. Um, I'm sure he wouldn't have been very friendly with him, but oh well. So no, he's. I think he's settled down now. Maybe he tuckered out. We'll see. I, that's probably what Mandy was sitting there giggling about. <laughs> so was Henley. You've got him too. I thought there was popcorn or something going off over there. <laughs> no, I, I know Henley could barely contain himself, and I knew exactly what he was laughing at. Yeah, because he's been here when Max has done that, and he runs the length of the house everywhere. Yeah, they call that so, the zoomies. So. Yeah, we call them the zoomies here. So there's been a few times where I've given them some happy pills, otherwise known as gummies. <laughs> I, but when we first started in the other house, his clickety-click on the floor was just driving people crazy. And so we put carpet down. Well, that didn't really help. And now I just tell people, look, it's his house too. He's entitled to wander about and be whatever. And... It's not like we're running this from some professionally set up sound studio. This is Captain Mayhem's man cave. There's going to be all kinds of things happening around here. So it's all right. So how many members are in the, uh, it, it, let me let me see, let me get this question right. Davey, put the, the banner back up there that you had up there. For international pirate community. So now these are all radio shows podcasts or entertainment venues am i am i right with that absolutely so those are uh, uh either old podcasts that haven't um uh, put a new show recently but they're still there and they still want to do things like uh we have the uh the pirates rounds who uh, haven't done uh, a new show uh, recently, but they are still there. Uh, we have people from the uh, Piat Story show. Uh, again, they haven't put a new uh, show out there, but uh, most of the people are active. Uh, we're looking at the uh, Renaissance Festival podcast, your shows, our shows, uh, Cap uh, Captain uh, Justin with the Spider Monkeys are there. Uh, again, um, uh, Under the Crossbone, uh, haven't done a show recently, but they're still part of the IPC. Uh, Scan rolls in, uh, really active. Jack Gunzo's doing a great job, and he's he's, he's top-notch guy. 
the uh, Pavillon en vue is uh, our uh, Pirate TV show. It's starting to go up again. So uh, we have a couple of uh, interviews that we are putting out there. Uh, Captain Vincent uh, with On uh, Bleu La Radio. Uh, uh, we have the Pirate um, Extra Tour, uh, the show uh, called Daz uh, Echo Des Seas. I sorry uh, my, about my uh, German. I don't speak German. Pirate the Plunder again. It's a magazine and Pirate Nation is another one. And our magazine Nico de Mer and Mutiny magazine. So they are all part of that big family. But that's that's only the medias. We have all kinds of crews around the world. I'm talking about uh, uh, Green Pirate in France. Uh, we have a couple of crews in Germany, or I think now five crews in Germany. We have a couple of crews in uh, here in Canada and a couple of crew in, in in the States. That their job is is not uh, to entertain people, is to promote the IPC. So the communities helping each other's going to event and sharing the um, know-how. So we can bring back some of the uh, new activities or new games to our shows. So we do have something different to present to people uh, year after year. Now, there are pirate crews and you keep track of it because you have a like a world map that has pinpoints for just about everything and I and I know that the world map has St. Augustine Florida on it and if you hit it right there's a little pirate in a red jacket that pops up and that's Captain Mayhem and then there's then the St. Augustine swashbucklers pop up um, it's it's really interesting to, to look at that and hit all the and find out that they're that they're just people that love the pirate way of life everywhere Absolutely. Around the world, we have over 350,000 uh, uh, pirates entertainers uh, or reenactors, if I could say it. Uh, the, um, that's beside people that love to see pirates. So people that are visitors to uh, festivals, I didn't count them. I only counted the people that are embracing the, the way of life of a pirate. So... That brings an a, a, a interesting question, and I know we've got a few others from some of this, the IPC watching. I, I did see Spider Monkeys on there. Ahoy and welcome aboard, Spider Monkey, if you're still watching. So when I do tours in the Pirate and Treasure Museum and I'm talking to the children and I explain to them that it was hard times to be a pirate. It was not an easy life. And so I asked the children, what do you think it is that the reason men became pirates and of course they all say you know money and treasure and adventure and and sword fighting and drinking rum and all those other things but in reality and this is what i think your international pirate community embraces and i bet it's the same no matter the language no matter the culture in reality men became pirates because it was a freedom absolutely it was exactly. a freedom that no one controlled your life but you and the crew that you were within, because you set the laws, you set the rules, you abided by it. And if you didn't abide by it, the rest of the crew just removed you. I mean, it's that simple, it's that plain, it's that basic, it's freedom. And that is, is, a, is a very standardized con, uh, 
what's the word I want to use? It's a standardized feeling across the world. That's, you know, and you, we here get it a lot. I don't know if anybody else gets it, but once in a while we, we get we get these people that'll come up to us and go, why would you want to emulate or, or play the part of murderers, rapers, killers and thieves and ne'er-do-wells and whatever other words they want to use? And I look them right in the eye and I tell them, half those words you just used don't really are appropriate for a pirate, you know? Some of those things pirates did not do. Yes, they stole. Yes, they were thieves. But even even the story of Blackbeard is that he, he supposedly it's gonna it's very hard to prove, but supposedly never killed anybody at his own hand. They were terrorists. They just needed to give the impression that they were going to be mean. But at that point in time, then well, they're still free to run their run their own lives. Right. Absolutely. So the word pirates, if we're going back to the root of the word pirates with an Y, means a person that is taking chance. So is going against the traditional wave way of living. During the during the uh, the years, uh, this has been the, the word pirate has been associated with murder and things like that because the people were taking the, the chance so the word got associated with uh, killers and people that the uh, raper and uh, um uh, yeah all kinds of bad things but actually we need to go back to the root of the word and taking chance in life and being free and that's what these men did they took a chance and and now, now many of them were, were utilized in a functionary system where they were mercenary soldiers or privateers. Privateers, and they served their purpose. But, but you know, you have you have to explain to everybody that the governor governments back then they didn't want to keep them around after the wars were done. They didn't want to pay for all that. It's not like modern day times where every country has a standing army and a standing navy that's ready at any time. They didn't want to, They couldn't afford those kind of things. They only brought them into play when they needed them, and even then they didn't pay them. Absolutely. They allowed them to keep everything except for that percentage that they had to give back to whatever governor, governor, king, queen, or monarch hired them to do what they was. So they weren't hired. They were just they accepted the responsibility and, and hopefully they were successful. And, and so the real history of pirates has been, well, it's been glorified a lot because of Disney, which is okay, because not all pirate movies are great. And I always tell people, I don't care if it's a bad movie or a great movie, as long <laughs> as it's a movie because it just keeps promoting us. <laughs> Absolutely, and we can see also um, the interest towards pirates are going with the movies. So, if there's a movie, TV uh, series or movies going out, people are attracted to pirates. But like it's been what, almost five years since we have a Pirate of the Caraibes, so the interest towards the piracy is going down a bit. But thanks to people going into uh, Americans Got Talent or uh, Canada's Got Talent, pirates are going on shows and attracting other people. And they, they are uh, ambassador of our way of living. There are some great places in the world, Florida being one of them, St. Augustine being very specifically one of them, 
that has a pirate history. So even if the movies don't come out, we still have plenty of opportunities that come up. I, I can't tell you because, because I'm an entertainer and a magician also, and I combine magic and stories together in my presentations for corporate, I get constant requests to do 30 and 40 minute hour programs at some corporate dinner where I get to be funny, I get to do magic, and above all, because I'm a pirate, I get to be a smart ass. <laughs> yeah. And, and, you know, and I have people that come to me and say, how can you do that? How can you get away with it? Well, once in a while, I'll use a line from, from Jack Sparrow, pirate. So it works. I mean, and people do have that love of the, the, the different in the history. And a lot of people are learning that pirates are a very, very huge part of American history, but a very huge part of French history, Canadian history, um, yeah. English history, for, by all means. And um, so the government did play on media to turn the public against pirates because of the commodity that they were interfering with, human trafficking. I, that's one. I, I, I think it goes beyond, it goes a little bit more beyond that. I, when I tell some of the, and, and anybody listening, if you do tours and you want to want to steal my lines, we're pirates, I don't care. Um, but one of the things I, I tell people, pirates were thieves. That's how they made their money. The governments of all the old world were sending merchant supply and cargo ships here to the new world to keep their colonies alive. If their colonies died out, some other country would come in and take over. They didn't want that. Pirates were just smart enough to realize, well, they're coming here anyway. Why don't we just help them along and we'll just bring the stuff ourselves? And they would go out and steal it all. But the pirates were actually, it wasn't just the human trafficking, but the pirates were actually doing great damage to the financial situations of England, Spain, and France all at the same time. There you go. Yeah. So it's it it's 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 a fun history to talk about. I'll give it you is. So, so let me ask you this. I'm going to give you an example that I'm going to ask you to give me one too. Okay. Silliest thing that may have ever happened to you with an adult, and I'm going to give you one. It happened this weekend. I have two old guys standing at the seafood festival with beer in hand, and I go walking past them, and one of them says. Ah, where's your parrot? And I turned and looked at him and said, pirates didn't have parrots, mate. He goes, well, where did it come from? I said, well, do you read? <laughs> There's my first insult to him. And he goes, well, of course I do. I said, have you ever heard of the most famous pirate novel ever? No, what is it? Treasure Island. That's pretty much where the stereotype of parrots came from. I said, back in our day as pirates, there might have been times where we ate them. And he goes, well, I guess I learned something, but I'm sorry I asked. <laughs> <laughs> so give me a give me a good example of something that's happened to you. It can be child or adult, something that, that's memorable that that you've had the opportunity to either correct or enjoy. Yeah. So for us, it's always the difference between corsair and pirates. What's the difference between the two? It's a small things, and people are always asking. It's just a piece of paper called letter of mark. That makes a difference between the pirates and a, a corsair or privateers in or that privateer. in English case. Yes, corsair so, is French, though, correct? 
It is French, uh, and also uh, from Corse, uh, Pirate from uh, Muslim background also. Hi. Yes. Oh, look at that. Look, look the powder monkey just showed up. Good, hey. he's taking over. Davy Longwood's gone. <laughs> How you doing, buddy? It's been a long time since I see you. <laughs> Big hug. So, so go ahead. Yeah, so, uh, yeah, the, uh, the so uh, one of the things that they didn't understand also is that Corsair, uh, just like privateers at the end of the war, uh, the French didn't need them anymore. So what they were doing is they were keep stealing ships and uh, booties on, on board of the ship and bring it to shore to some villages and setting all the goods over there. So the, uh, the pirates not only were bad, but they also um, help with the uh, local economy. I have because they were used... selling goods, high, the high, high hands good to good price. And not only that, there's another step to that story. So the pirates are, are stealing the stuff and then taking it to other places to sell, to the communities, to the seacoast, um, to the coastal towns and the, the harbors, and they're selling the stuff. And as they're selling the stuff, they may be staying there for a day or two or three, and they're enjoying the taverns and the rum and the food and the ladies and everything else. Well, where, how do you think they're paying for it? They're paying for it with the money that the town folk gave them for the, the products they brought that they stole and sell. So they're basically turning the money back over to the town. It, 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 they're recirculating the money. I always tell people, at least the adult tours that I go on, I tell everybody, I ask them, do you know what that's called? It's called capitalism. Pirates were good for it. Yep. That, that's actually how they operated. And it is one of the things that I tell people that most of the seaports and the coastal people, the people, they put up with the pirates. Sometimes they liked the pirates. Sometimes they wanted the pirates. It was just the royal governments and the navies that were forced to chase them down that didn't like the pirates or the people in the in the old world, all the new world people kind of liked us pirates. Absolutely, yes, because they were making our economy going. Uh, one the other thing too, uh, it's that they got, some pirates got involved into the go local government. They did. Well, Morgan's a perfect example. Morgan exactly. actually convinced the King of England to make him the governor of the Port Royal Jamaica. Yeah. But I'm, I, I, there's a couple of others that the names might not come to me right away. Mandy, Mandy's very up on, on pirate history too. But can you name another one that may have, uh, what about, um, well, Stead Bonnet didn't get into the government, but he sure, he, he sure did piss him off. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, they got involved in the government. They got involved in the way of life. Um, pirates really do serve, especially in the new world, especially for us here in Florida, Pirates served a huge purpose here, a very big purpose. Um, and there were some very bad pirate attacks on the city of St. Augustine because St. Augustine was Spanish, and most of the pirates that attacked here were either French, British, Welsh, or Irish, or Scottish. So it, it's, it's, it's a great history to have fun with, too. Absolutely, and I'm having a blast in studying the history of uh, La Nouvelle-France. Uh, New France, uh, that uh, because it was a big continent. Uh, this uh, it was starting from Newfoundland down to uh, I think uh, in the Bay of uh, Mexico, 
like uh, Louisiana was part of France. There was a uh, Canada, where it's like it was a small province in those days. And you have the uh, Arcadia, and uh, what was the other one? Uh, I can't remember, but there was another. Oh, oh yeah, Thurton, uh, the territory of Yukon uh, in uh, up up Canada. So, so here's a piece. Here's here's a piece of interesting history for you that I just learned maybe months and months ago. Uh, Lewis and Clark makes their expedition all the way across the North American continent looking for the specific, the, the specific, the Pacific Ocean. <laughs> now, about halfway through, they encounter a series of lakes and they encounter these Indians that are thieves. And in the books of Lewis and Clark, they classify those Indians as pirates because they were using boats to do their dirty work yeah. and they were stealing um, goods and, and trade from anybody that, that came along and required payment to get across. And so, and they're, they're, they're listed as Indian pirates, American Indians, which would become American Indians, indigenous tribes, but they were listed as pirates. So pirates weren't just limited to France, England, Spain, they're, they're everywhere. Yes. So, it's so an the colonies, the French colonies are, are also pirates uh, because again, if we go in the back with the root of the word pirates, taking chance, we had Courard des Bois who was taking chance and not selling the fur to the government for profit, but they were going, uh, they were selling the uh, the fur themselves to other people without paying any tax. So that again is it's called pirates, and and that's what the pirates were all about was just not being beholden to any anything government taxes or or laws or or any of the other things, and that's what pirates were. They were taking that chance. That's an interesting point. I didn't I did not know that. I just see. We're not that that old that I can't learn something once in a while, and I like that explanation. I'll probably be stealing that for some of my stories now. I like that. Yeah. Um, yeah. Now the, the the whole thing. So your travels have taken you because of what you do as a pirate and because of the international pirate community. Um, have you been to Europe? Have you been to England? Tell us some of the places you've been because of your pirate. Enthusiasm. So, yeah, in 2018, I went to France to Grand Pirate and it was the first uh, uh, international pirate rendezvous. We were welcomed over there just like if we were uh, brothers and sisters and we just found uh, our, our family. It was amazing. Uh, uh, Joan and uh, his wife uh, was uh, amazing host and the festival that they put out was a world class event. Uh, far worse, there was uh, uh, far, uh, uh, far spitters and junglers, far junglers at night, and there were all kinds of uh, cannons show and gun shows. Uh, they had entertainment for kids. They were right at the, uh, on the beach, so it, it was amazing. That was uh, France in 2018. Uh, we uh, two years later, we were supposed to go into Germany, but because of COVID, we couldn't make it. But uh, we were, we had people from other places around uh, Europe that went to Germany. Uh, so that was the second uh, international pirate rendezvous. The third one was in USA, was in Long Beach. 
So I went there. Uh, we were a small group again because of COVID. But the fourth one, it's the one that we're going to be doing in UK. Now, you came to St. Augustine in 22. In 22, yes. For, uh, so we, that's when we first got a chance to actually meet in person. Yeah, yeah. And uh, we're going to try to get you come back down here, even if it's just for your own good to come back down here and hang out. I really want to go and uh, visit that museum. It's something that uh, I heard about uh, with the International Pirate uh, Awards. It was mentioned many, many, many times as the, one of the best pirate museum. So I want to show, uh, I want to see it, and I want to uh, show it to other people uh, with pictures and uh, promote them through the international community. Well, let's figure out a time to get you down here and come have some fun. And Now, are you a rum drinking pirate? Kind of, uh, just a bit, because I turned wild. <laughs> All right. Well, we'll make sure there's a bit on hand when you come down this way. Excellent. So, what, what else do you want to tell our viewers about y your interest or your fun in pirates? So, yeah, if people wants to have some news, uh, we do have a uh, uh, email, email uh, and I'm going to send you the, the link. It's uh, IPCA, uh, sorry, IPC.ARRRRRR. Uh, sorry, at, uh, uh, at I think it's uh, gmail.com, but I'm going to send you, I'm not 100% sure. Send the link and we'll put it on our I'll Facebook page. Absolutely. So if people wants to have more information, you can uh, write there and uh, there's people who will take their, their questions and uh, send them some more information. Uh, but the, the project that I'm on right now, it's really uh, working out with the uh, pirate crew in the UK, in Brixham, uh, to build up that uh, momentum to uh, get everyone on board for the International Pirate Rendezvous in Brixham 2024. Uh, we have a calendar might be coming up. Uh, I think that the project's going to start around October. So if people wants to send us a photo, a great photo, like we're going to have, going to sort the, the the pictures, but uh, great pictures that we could put on the calendars, and that's a fundraising activities. Um, we do not have a lot of pirates that are involved in fundraising for kids here but the calendar is one of them uh, the other thing that we are doing also is uh, uh, playing cards so we do have another fundraising coming up uh, and we're going to be doing some uh, uh, new uh, new set of playing cards new deck of playing cards and uh, that will be again uh, some money that's going to be going towards uh, uh, kids around canada so do you want to Here's a thought. Have you made yes. plans on how you want to do your uh, calendar? Because uh, here's, a, here's a suggestion. Go what ahead. If I, what if I send you some pictures of some of my pirates? And because St. Augustine began in September 8th of 1565, you give Saint, September to, uh, to the St. Augustine pirates and we'll give you some pictures for it. That, that'd be great. That's a, that's a great, uh, great relay. Uh, in the past, we've done individual, we have done crews, we have done um, festivals, but I think now we, we're going to go back to some of a single individual and uh, we'll see. Like, uh, it's not, we haven't... Well, get, uh, get with me and tell me the size because yeah. maybe what we could do is some kind of a montage of pictures yeah. that showed 
things here at St. Augustine, the Castilla de San Marcos, the Fountain of Youth, the Pirate Museum, the, the, the main tourist attractions here, and I put some of my pirates in those little those pictures and just give you a montage to use, that might be a fun one to do. Uh, absolutely, and, and you, you, just, uh, you just mentioned Fountain of Youth. I think you founded that Fountain of Youth because I, when I look at the pictures uh, thir at 13 years apart, you haven't aged a bit. Yes, I've, I've gotten that a lot from people. I had one person actually sent me a message earlier that said, wow, you still look the same. They didn't say I didn't age. They said, you still look the same. So I had to send them a message back and say, does that mean I looked old back then and I still look old now? Or have I gotten younger? So yeah, I eat the fountain of youth. Life has been good. Life has been good. So, And I think being a pirate with the freedom of, to have some fun and do what we do. And we do a lot. Everything we do here is for children's charity. Absolutely. And this is something that I want to bring the IPC also. We've done it in the past, but due to COVID and all kinds of other things, we couldn't go back to the hospitals, seeing kids or sharing, not sharing, but giving away some stuffed teddy bears. Uh, just like we were doing in the past, so we're gonna have to restart everything and uh, get contact with the with the hospitals to, uh, if it's not to share um, a teddy bear, but at least be there with the kids and encourage them in the, to their fight against uh, all, all kinds of illness. But uh, we are fighters, pirates are fighters. We have experience, and it's nice to go at the hospitals and sharing the way of fighting and getting a, a sense of humor to kids and it makes a, a whole lot of difference in their life sometimes their life is short and they need that moment with pirates i, I put a post out to my my crew today the saint augustine swashbucklers because it was a it was a it was a rough weekend the temperatures hit 90 92 we're all dressed in our regalia and it was tough it really was i i had to do three magic shows on saturday and three on sunday with no cover all in the sun and it was tough and I had to, you know, post to the crew, we, we must maintain our sense of humor. It's the only way we can get through the rough time. Yeah. We can make fun of the weather. We can, we can gripe and complain in a humorous sort of way, um, as long as we keep it in a humorous sort of way. Because if we keep it in a negative way, it chips away at the morale of our group. And we don't want that to happen. So, and, and having done comedy clubs for many years in my life, in, in, in Vegas and Arizona and Florida. Humor is really important. It really, truly is very important. Um, and it's and it's very, very sad without making, I, I, I always, always say this at every show, I never want to make my show political. Uh, although I'm tempted once in a while, I never want to make it political. But the way of the world right now is very sad because comedians are being choked out totally they're 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 afraid to do anything they're afraid to say anything and um and in fact in some of the middle eastern countries a year ago a very famous muslim comedian the people didn't like not the people the leaders didn't like what he was doing and took him out and publicly executed him for being a comedian and it's wrong it's terribly terribly wrong and uh, humor is the last bastion of common sense and it's very important so i have 
in my storage with all my pirate stuff, I have some pirate teddy bears. I'm going to put them in a box. You need to give me um, give me your address, and I'll send you up a half a dozen of them so you can use for whatever you want to use them for, okay? Thank you. Yes, uh, and uh, actually, we're working with the homeless people, that uh, family that have young kids. And again, that teddy bear, it's a, it's a security for them. So well, we'll make thank sure you. We, I got, really we get that taken care of. You get me the address of where I need to send it, and yeah. you have it on you have it on a show right here. So I can't backtrack out of that one. You got me now. Um, there's there. We don't even have to have a parlay. There's the accord. The accord is I'm going to send you some teddy bears to to spread the word up there and let everybody know that pirates are are, are a good lot of people no matter where they go. And actually, this is another thing that the IPC is doing. Once a year, around Christmas time, around October, that's where we start. We are gathering all kinds of um, pirates' uh, goods from everywhere, and we are sending to a special crew in, let's say, last year, it was in the Cayman uh, Islands. So, uh, Aurel received the box, and they sent us a box. So we have, we are doing an exchange, gift exchange. And this, again, we are talking about morale. This is a way of keeping the morale going uh, uh, through the um, uh, pandemic. It was a, a good, good good way of also building the, that community. So we are doing that also. So uh, if uh, other pirates out there uh, wants to participate, uh, we're going to be sending a post on Facebook and and, and I'll talk about the, it on uh, some of our shows uh, that we're going to be gathering some some gifts and we're going to be sending the country has not been pit yet but uh, it will uh, it will be in uh, in the next uh, few months well, you and I had talked about doing something this past Christmas and because of timing and everything else it just didn't work out and, and my extreme apologies I, I ended up with a with a hundred Santa Claus appearances. I was just nonstop, and it just didn't work out. So, I I, I feel bad for that. Um, we can't help our schedule the way it is. So my extreme apologies here in front of everybody. But let's see what we can do about making it better. Our crew, the money that we raise goes to our Christmas fund. Yeah. But we have stuff that's been collected, pirate toys and pirate games and things like that. Um, Besides the teddy bears, we'll, we'll, let's see what we can do about sending you something for your project also. Thanks. It's really appreciated. And like I said, it's a, uh, an invitation to uh, all the pirate community out there that are listening to, uh, to your shows. Is that uh, uh, it's a great way of getting known or getting your crew known is by sending things to other. Like we've been sending stuff right. to uh, uh, Sweden. We went to Germany, France, uh, uh, USA and uh, Cayman Islands. So it's it's a great way of building that that community and like i said we need it for, for uh sometime we are going through some rough patch rough, rough seas and we need to uh have some friends that are listening to us and that community is our well when you like, start posting it posted on our our podcast facebook page so all of our listeners can can be in on it and we'll Thank take you. donations here and then turn around and put it into boxes and get it up to you in the form of gifts it'll be a lot of fun to do yeah, a lot yes. of fun I, we've reached a point that I guess I should tell everybody we need to do a couple of other things in the show. Otherwise, we could sit here and talk for hours. I know I would, because I like to talk. <laughs> Same here. I, and I know some people tell me I should shut up once in a while, but that's all right. Because guess what? Conversations like this, we always tell everybody, if we have no guest, our show will probably run between 50 minutes and an hour. 
when we have a guest, we always run over. And I'm happy with that. I don't care. I, I, it, it, it's, it's, it's our show. We can do whatever we want with it. We're pirates. So we have a new, new segment here that we do that's called the Week in Nautical History. We had to divide it up into nautical history and then regular history. So, Davey, are you ready with that? And who sponsors that, Captain? Oh, who sponsors that? Nautical History? Why, that's the Pirate and Treasure Museum here in St. Augustine, Florida, where I happen to work and do quite a few tours. So the Pirate and Treasure Museum in, in downtown St. Augustine is always open 10 in the morning till 7 at night, seven days a week, except one day during the year, and that's Christmas Day we don't open. All the rest of the days, 364, there we are. Come down and see me if you can. I'm always doing public tours on Saturdays. For now, though, let's have nautical history by the Pirate Museum. Good job, Mr. Longwood. Good job. Some very interesting points there. I always like it when we do these two bits, the 
week in nautical history and then the week in history because I, I, I learn stuff. Every time I turn around and learn something new. And it makes good points for us. And it shows that history is very important. So very good job, Mr. Henley. I'm sorry, Mr. Longwood. Henley is just sitting there overseeing everything. I, I can't take credit for his history. Aye, that's true. But you have done some good ones already. We're going to show your next one pretty soon. Probably next Pretty week soon. soon. Stay tuned, everyone. So new on the horizon is where we like to list out some of our new guests that are coming to visit us. Do you have that, Mr. Longwood? I happen to know you that we to... don't have a guest next week, although we're working on a couple of possibilities. You want to do that after... before mail call? What's that? You want to do that before mail call? Uh, oh, I see. You guys got me. Yeah, you know what? I do have mail call here. I'm getting ahead of myself. Look at that. Ladies and gentlemen, I have my own treasure chest full of stuff. And it's letters that I get from people, from children that come to the museum or come and see us do pirate stuff. So here's a couple for you. Um, I'm going to use three this time. The first one is from Finn Demosi, a fourth grader. Thank you for giving us a tour of the Pirate Museum. Also, thank you for giving us pirate knowledge, the scary room story, and reminding us to respect women. I, I, that seems to be a going theme in my tours now. Another one here is from, I can't read the writing very well. Captain Mayhem, thank you for the tour in, man, I can't read that writing at all. That guy's destined to be a doctor. The story room. Oh, in the in the he, his favorite part was the story room and the room that had the sword in it containing. It, oh, the spinning sword. Now it has nothing to do with the rum yet, Davy. Nothing. <laughs> I. But here's another one that I pulled out of my old box that I look at the artwork on that one. I look at that. I love it when they do their drawings. This one actually says, and and look at the inside. This this child has better handwriting than I do. Look at that. This one here, Dear Captain Mayhem, thank you for being our captain at the St. Augustine Pirate and Treasure Museum. I really enjoyed our stay. My favorite part was Blackbeard's death. That's the first time anybody's ever said Blackbeard's death. It's always been Blackbeard's room. So this child is destined to be a pirate because he liked the death of Blackbeard. The sound went from ear to ear, and that is why I liked it so much. Thank you very much. Sincerely yours, Pirate Stone Momentous. Good name. Stone. I like that. Ladies and gentlemen, we like to do the mail call just to share it with you so that you see that people really do enjoy what we're doing. So that's a good one. Now, I guess it's this week in history, but we got the treasure up here for this, for the oncoming. Then we'll do this week in history. My bad, that's what I have a navigator for, Mr. Longwood, is to keep me on track. As you see, next week we do not have anybody, but we may have a surprise, you never know. The 10th is Sheriff Hardwick, that's the Sheriff of St. John's County. We just talked to him, and there he is there. I'm showing him the new suggestion I have for some of the people that we have to arrest here in St. John's County, that they should be made to walk the plank. That's his <laughs> lovely wife right there, and they'll be coming to our house on April 10th. April 17th, Adam Morrow will be coming on board remotely to talk about his pirate event at the end of April on April 29th. That's his birthday party and a chance to raise money for charity. April 24th, the Seawolf Privateers. Hopefully it's tentative. Well, they, they'll be coming on board to talk about their Monopoly charity event. 
May 1st, John Miriam. He's from 105.5 Radio, Beach Radio here in St. John's County. And he wants to do some work with us as we want to do some work with them. And having a radio station, as pirates might say, in our hip pocket might be a grand thing. We're hoping to have Miss Gina on May 8th from Blue Lotus and Ancient City Sirens to talk about World Belly Dance Day. And May 15th, a very special show, my good friend T.A. Burroughs from out in Arizona. We were in the military together, left the military, formed a comedy duo for about a year and a half, and then went our separate ways. But he's still doing comedy, and he's a music legend out there doing shows. And we're going to catch up and reminisce about the old days. May 22nd and 27th, there's some possibilities. And June 5th, my son, William McRae, the history teacher out of Alabama, he is my blood, blood son, he will be coming on board. In fact, he will be here in person. And we will be talking about June 6th, D-Day. So we've got some good ones lined up. We hope that you'll be able to tune in to all of them as we do. For now, though, Mr. Henley, smile for the camera while Mr. Longwood plays This Week in History, sponsored by Dick's Wings. If you want a good burger during lunchtime, go to Dick's Wings. I get one a week, and I don't get them for free. I will tell you that. Dick's Wings is sponsoring This Week in History. Mr. Longwood, play away.
Great job, Mr. Longwood. Great job, as always. Love that. The Beatles album, that was always one of my favorites also. Love that one, too. Since I got us out of turn here, we could go ahead and do the ending of the joke by Mini Mayhem, sponsored by Ancient City Sirens. So go ahead there. The reveal. Why? Because the captain was always standing on the deck. That's why the pirates did not play cards. The captain is standing on the deck. There it is. All right. Well, that comes to the ending of our show, but we do want to brag about our numbers just a little bit. Don't you think that's right, Mr. Smoo? Right. Absolutely. Absolutely. We should go through, after we do our numbers here, before we do the video of thanks, we should go through our uh, comments in the section here, and let's do that. But ladies and gentlemen, look at that. We've gotten 17,000 views. Look at all the numbers. Look how good we're doing. We're very happy with this. We help. We hope that we're doing well because of your love of what we are doing. So, ladies and gentlemen, join us, subscribe to us, be a part of what we do. For now, let's say hello to all of our people that are in the studio watching us. There's Spider Monkey. I knew I saw him. Zachary Harker. Uh, let's see. Uh, you know... I was As I was looking over this the first time, I thought, you know what, we might have to have Captain Smoo on board all the time because there's a whole lot of people out there saying hello to Captain Smoo. <laughs> Maybe we'll just have to have a picture of you on the wall back here behind me so they can say hello to your picture. How's that? Actually, Captain, I'm a ghost, so I'm always behind you. Ah, what was that? <laughs> I'll remember that. Let's Good. see, Athena Rivers, nice to see you at Nightingale in Florida. And our question of the week is being asked, answered by a few here. Let's see. Uh, Athena Rivers, catching a small snack there, Mandy? Ah, <laughs> uh, did they catch her, catch her eating? Margaret McLennan, ahoy, Captain. May I come aboard? Of course you can, every time. Let's see. Uh, Nightingale in Florida. Batman was my favorite comic book and TV series when I was a child. Wham! Bam! Thank you, ma'am. That was it. Very good. Um, I would say all of them. I good one. So now I know Spider Monkey's first name. It's Justin. Yes. Ah, very good. I just caught that. Very good. And his favorite was... Go ahead and say that for me, Captain Smoo. Les Miserables. I, I, you know what? I have yet to see that movie or play. I might have to break down and do that one. Midsummer Night's Dream is amazing. I loved the one in school and as a child. I had a good time doing uh, Arizona Theater Company's Midsummer Night's Dream. It was a lot of fun. I see that Ransom Mayhem did Bro Robber's Bridegroom in the Ford Theater in Washington, D.C. Have to be careful going to Ford's Theater. I hear it can go to your head. Some of you might get that joke. <laughs> I, my grandmother would take me when I was young. My favorite thinking back might be Macbeth, since it was sword fighting. Ah, good point, Zachary. Good point. Sword fighting does make it. Christy says the Wizard of Oz, but I know it's really Oklahoma, where the wind comes sweeping down the plain. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, I know the line. And Donna... Her favorite, oh, Nightingale, got to see Beauty and the Beast, also Dracula in live theater. They were my favorites. What character did you play in Dracula, Captain? I didn't play any character. I just took care of the technical stuff from behind stage. The cross burning in his hand and the mirror that doesn't show him, I built all those for the Arizona Theater Company. Um, Oliver, 
That would be a good one from Miss Donna Boggess. That's a good one also. I see Will the Historian went to a high school production of Clue where the, uh, there was an audience participation. Every Everyone had a sheet and had to figure out the murderer, the weapon, and the room. They did five performances and each ending was different. Kind of like the show that Mr. Davy and I did a couple of weeks ago with the Seawolf Privateers. Every show was different. Zachary Harker, when he was in high school, would run, around, run the soundboard for the drama club. Never actually joined the club, was doing it for class credit. Well, hey, credit is credit. That's what I always say. It works out well. And let's see, Athena, uh, she heard the fest was awesome. Why didn't you show up? It would have been nice. Sky Jockey, I've been to, is the Oberramagal Passion Play. I probably butchered that word terribly, and it's only done every 10 years, and it's in German. Obviously, I butchered that one, and I don't speak German. Captain Smooth, German? No. Nope, I butchered it. My apologies if I did. Let's see who else is here. Um, I did see that Jim, our good friend Jim's, oh, there's Andrew. Andrew the Absurd has boarded the ship, and his escape tricks are wonderful, and it's a, it's a pleasure to have him be a part of some of the things we do. Lord Claude Pollen. Ahoy, Captain Smooth. So, Claude Pollen, or Poulin. Is it Poulin? Poulin, yes, Poulin. he's a uh, quartermaster. Ah, very good. Good to have him aboard. Danelle Everhart from the crew of the 829 here in St. Augustine. And there's Spider Monkey again. Uh, just show Jim, our good friend Jim here in St. Augustine says, and I'm sure this is when we were talking about passports. Just show them the Queen's letter of Mark and they will welcome you to England. <laughs> I Maybe I need to make sure I have that aboard me. And I can get Captain Morrow to make me a couple of good representations. I, uh, Miss Gina's watching our show. I hope we did you justice, Miss Gina, for your for your event coming up this Saturday. We look forward to being there. And let's see. Um, Athena Rivers says it will not snow in Florida anytime soon. Well, thank you, Captain Obvious. Aye, <laughs> aye. <laughs> anything else? Anything else? Uh, Paula Berend. Says hello to Captain Smooth. Hey, Paula. Hi. Um, and Christina Kaplan. The government played dirty to keep it all quiet. Makes sense why many turn. I, that must have been our conversation about why pirates became pirates. And the government That's really me, forced yes. their hand. Very much so. Uh, <laughs> Zachary Harker's work thermos says, trust me, I am a pirate. Well, there better be rum in that thermos there, Mr. Harker. There better be rum. Jim says that the Pope himself shared in pirates' bounty. Where do you think all the gold for the Catholic Church came from? <laughs> I, you know what? That would be a hard one to argue. Very much so. Mm -hmm. um, customs regs say you need a passport to fly anywhere outside the U.S. period. But traveling by land or sea, you can travel to a number of countries with, with a passport card or enhanced driver's license. Well, I guess I'm going to England by ship. No <laughs> <laughs> uh, way, eh? Well, hey, you know what? I'll take the ship from down here. I'll swing by and get you, and we'll run the ship ourselves as pirates. Oh, I would love that. Aye. 
We made sure we get some of those pirates under hands command up there in Newfoundland, and I'll bring some of my pirates. We'll take over a ship, and we'll go ahead and do it. Of course, now we're probably going to get banned from YouTube for making a threat. <laughs> I, I hope they, they hear the laugh that went with it so they know we're not serious. Yeah, yeah. Um, let's see. A Facebook user has said, my family raided the ships coming up Ireland's west coast to take care of their clans. England was stealing from the Irish, so the Irish were taking it all back. Yes, they were. Very good. Sir Francis Drake was popular in England. Jean Lafitte helped save New Orleans from the British. True. Yep. To the Spanish, Drake was a pirate. To the British, he was a national hero. Still is to this day. We got some great comments here. Jean Ribot was a hero in France and a pirate in Spain. As we always say, one man's pirate is another man's hero. Anybody else? Christina Kaplan. Galatia, Spain is a Celtic is a Celtic nation. When they tried to take take back Spain again, pirates formed while leaving to what is now Ireland. Absolutely right. Very true. I have the time. Christina, does you does you have the coconut? <laughs> I don't think I want to know. <laughs> I do not want to know. It's always fun to catch these comments after the fact, too, to see who's making comments, and I have to try to figure them out. My favorite kind of pie is a pizza pie. Hellfire, what in the hell are you talking about? Uh, did you miss some of the other conversations up there? I see frozen key lime pie is amazing. Why are we talking pie? <laughs> I don't know. At least they're talking. They want me to make a, a series of making different pizzas and pies, yeah, they, like your own little they pirate want me to cooking, do series. A cooking show. And yeah, and, and, and Hellfire loves pizza. Twinkies. Yes, he does. Yeah, I used good. to. Uh, one of the best places for rum is in pineapple upside down cake. Okay, I see where it's coming from. All right, I gotcha. Very good. Any other good comments there that I missed? I didn't see any others. Um, it looks like our show went downhill and became a cooking show. <laughs> <laughs> well, ladies and gentlemen, that's what we like. We like to have a good time with the show. We like to have fun with it. And that's what it's all about. Mr. Davey, we're right at the end. Why don't you show our, num our, our platforms real quick? Ladies and gentlemen, you can watch us on YouTube, Spotify, and Instagram. But if you want to just listen to us, Stitcher, iHeart, Cashbox, Apple Podcast, and Amazon Music. That's the way you can watch us. We're now on eight platforms. After the show cans at the, at the end of every show on Monday evening, it then downloads automatically to all of that. And you can watch us from the rest of time beyond. So please do catch in with us. There's the IPC email that Mr. S uh, Captain Smoo was talking about. IPC.ARRRR at Outlook.com. There you go. And did I get the number of R's right? One, two, three, four, five R's. All right. R it is. Very good. And what about our numbers for YouTube and what are our subscribers, Mr. Longwood? How many subscribers do we have? We're actually at 579. 578. I see that there. You're throwing new panels up there. I have to read them. 584. 584 now? 584. We're going in the right direction. We're only 16 from 600. Can we have 600 by Monday? I think right. so. We'll push right. it. 
Who put that up there? Don't be putting up that. I saw that. Kara Creamer said long-winded tonight. Well, I'm sorry. We try to be nice to our guests when they want to talk all the time. <laughs> all right. That's what it's all about. Let's have some fun, ladies and gentlemen. That's what the show is about. We hit the 133 mark. I believe we've hit our numbers. We've done everything else. Yep, Captain Smooth, it's always a pleasure to have you. This is your second appearance on our show. Absolutely, and it's it's fun. Like I really enjoy your show. When I sometimes I have to work at night, and it's a nice um, show to watch. Even with working, there's always something happening. You have an interesting guest. So, and you are an absolutely uh, awesome host, and your crew is doing amazing things. So, top notch, guys. Your quality, your interna international quality crew for sure. Well, thank you very much. And it, 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 if it didn't have a good crew of Davy Longwood and Hellfire Henley and uh, Mandy Joe, this would be a very boring show. So they they keep me straight, and they keep the show fun. So once in a while, we have to tell Mandy to shut up. She talks too way too much, but it's okay. Um, it sometimes it's a race between either Reed there, Hellfire Henley, and Mandy Joe to see who will talk the most. But it's always a fun show. We have a lot of fun. And I do enjoy it when we go over the time. But for now, it's time for us to say goodnight. No, no, so no, ladies Captain. And thank you that? video. What's that? The thank you video. Oh, well, see, once again, the navigator's keeping me on track. Throw that video up there. ladies and gentlemen another show in the can we appreciate everybody being here it's always a lot of fun mandy stay safe out there in utah <laughs> captain smooth don't let yourself get snowed in yep i'll let's try talk, let's talk soon and have a good time to the rest of the crew cheers mr longwood take it away oh yes i should take it away Mr. Longwood got burnt. Here we go. Part of the podcast. Part of the crew. Always. We can't do it without you. We can't have this fun. We need good guests. We need good friends. We need good crew. Thank you all very much. Cheers to all. Safe journeys.